we are wanting to engage with the reality of this moment. It is uh, July 4th, it is Independence Day. You know, I was reading something shortly uh, a little while ago that I think actually perfectly captures my feeling on a day like Independence Day. Uh, it was talking about how we have moments of celebration or moments of remembrance that feel almost like they leave a shadow. And what I mean by this, or what it was talking about leaving a shadow, is it feels like it is highlighting something we long to be true. It's highlighting something uh, that is uh, distinctly not true, but it also leads a longing for it. And I think a day like July 4th, a day that's meant to be celebrating the independence of our country, a day that's meant to be celebrating the freedom and liberty that is represented in our ideals, to me, it often feels like a shadow experience. A shadow experience in the sense of the reality that it is not a country that feels full of liberty and freedom for everybody here. But also a shadow of experience because I still feel the longing for that to be true. It's almost like I can see the form and the shape of a place that does live up to its ideals. And that shadow leaves me wishing it was more. And that's why for me, it has always been Comforting, comforting on days like today to look to Jesus and to look that those desires for those ideals, that desire for that shadow to be true, is actually found in what Jesus does offer us. The liberty, the freedom, uh, the justice that our country stands for in its ideals but does not live out in its practice is seen and is found in Jesus. That Jesus shows us a God that is full of justice that is for freedom of the captives, for freedom of the oppressed, for justice, for the wronged. And we can find in Jesus a trustworthiness that often we find lacking in the world around us. And so for today's reflection, I wanna do a twofold experience. I'm going to pray for us here. And I wanna pray first and foremost for those of us that feel the shadow experience today, feeling almost the celebration of freedom feels ripe with hypocrisy and almost highlights the injustice that we live in more. I'm gonna pray for comfort, for solace, for a sense of the God of justice to stand with us in that longing. And then for those of us that do long and want to celebrate, we want to launch off fireworks and go and do parades for a place that is full of justice and freedom, that longing for that to be true, we're going to ask for Jesus to fan that, to give us an outlet to pursue that reality in our own lives, pursue that for the things that we fight for, pursue that in the actions we take in our own life, the, the things, the causes that we support that the longing for that to be true would be made closer by the actions in our own lives, not on our own, but in support of a God who also cares to see a world full of freedom and liberty and care, one where we can send off fireworks in celebration of what is true. So if you'd like to pray with me, I encourage you just to try to quiet yourself and get into that space. If not, feel free to just listen along. Well, Jesus, we just, ask you to be with us today. For those of us in our community that are in places where they will be celebrating with other people, will be in contexts of barbecues and picnics and parades and fireworks, I pray that the quality of those moments that are full of your spirit would be alive. Those moments of connection, those moments of seeing each other, those moments of humanity drawing close to each other, 
for those of us who sit here in this moment and feel the awareness of a holiday that celebrates things that are not actually true in our country, that you would help us lament. Lord, help us grieve for the parts of the human experience in America that very much do not resonate with freedom and liberty and justice. We are made richer by acknowledging that reality and not pretending it's not true. For Lord, you see the unseen, you speak justice to the oppressed, and Lord, you see on this day the places we are far from our ideals. Jesus, we also thank you that that longing within us to say that we live in a place that is of freedom and liberty and justice, I believe that to be born of your spirit finding life within us, that we do long to celebrate freedom. We do long to celebrate liberty and justice. And may we put our faith and our hope in you to find that, Jesus. May we be people that live that out. May we see ways that we support causes, that we support actions, that we live out individually an experience of life that is pursuing justice, freedom, and liberty. And knowing that in this space and in this country that requires us to not ignore the places that we are not there, but rather to fight for us to live up to those ideals. And so today, as any of us participate in those moments of celebration, let us sit there and in those celebratory moments, celebrate that we have a God that does want to stand for those ideals. A God who does fight for that reality. We pray that as a community here online. We pray that as a community that stands in person. We pray that as a people trying to follow you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Last week when we were in person, we didn't get to take communion together. And I don't know if anyone else missed that, but I'm a really big rhythms and practices person. And I really missed taking communion with you all. But we needed to do something different, at least for now, because of the embodied nature of taking communion elements. Communion is this practice, both human and holy, and I really think that most meals are. And what unites us in communion can be found in some way anytime we're breaking bread at coffee dates or family meals, at 4th of July barbecues and celebrations. However, communion is unique because of the way that it connects believers across backgrounds and beliefs. It's a sacred rhythm of acknowledging that we need a God beyond ourselves to move us into the fullness of life to move us towards these ideals that Kyla is talking about, to propel us into further freedom. And so through communion, we acknowledge our dependence on Jesus and on one another. And I was recently listening to a podcast recording of a message that Rachel Held Evans gave in 2018 before her passing. And she gives a charge that I thought was fitting for today to help hold some of this emotional complexity. As I'm reading her words, if you'd like to participate in taking communion, feel free to grab whatever food and drink that you have close by. Rachel says, 
I would rather be angry than apathetic. I would rather be sad than cynical. I would rather lean into all of the hurt and frustration, confusion and doubt than numb myself in an attempt at self-preservation. Hope even though it's risky. Hope even though you are going to be disappointed. I can guarantee you're going to be disappointed again. It's only intending to vulnerable things that we can expect to witness a miracle. And so we embrace the vulnerability and complexity as we remember the presence of Jesus today. And on the night Jesus was betrayed, he shared a meal with his friends. He took bread, gave thanks and said, this is my body, which is for you. When you eat this, do so in remembrance of me. Likewise, he took the cup and said, this is my blood poured out. Whenever you do this, do so in remembrance of me. In God who sees us, you hold our longings and frustrations, our vulnerability and attempts at preservation. In you, Jesus, we find freedom and we are drawn further into concrete action and change movement towards justice and away from dehumanization that can make that liberation possible. Would you provide a sustaining peace and hope as we seek to close the gap between ideal and reality? May we look to you as one who models vulnerable humility, as a one who seeks to see and humanize and offer peace to those who are struggling God, may we act out of that compelling. May we claim that and move that forward in community, in those around us, and for ourselves. Amen. Amen.